Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Friends of the Rockme cast, what if I told you that you could completely transform your life and lose weight by skipping breakfast? You would be like, no way, that's impossible. This sounds like it's the beginning of a TED Talk where I'm going to be super skeptical. But that is absolutely what happened in my case. And so in today's episode, we're going to explore part two of the book, Atomic Habits, And I'm going to offer you one suggestion as to a habit that will help you form an identity immediately and get you results if you want to lose weight. And most importantly, hopefully eliminate your dad bod if you have a dad bod. Because we're going to talk a little bit about the dad bod and its relationship to atomic habits. And in particular, I'm going to share my own story about my chronicles with the dad bod and explain how I got rid of the dad bod. Now, for those of you who are overly sensitive and say, oh, well, what about some people love dad bods? Hey man, I have a dad bod. What's wrong with a dad bod? There is nothing wrong with a dad bod, people. Um, that can be an identity. And if you love your dad bod, then, then, uh, then revel in it, revel in your dad bod. But I didn't. I had a dad bod and I don't have one now. And I'm going to offer you a very simple technique to get rid of it. And I'm also going to back it up with an awesome doctor that I like, Dr. Jason Fung. This guy is like a real badass. Oh, sorry, Susie, I swore again, but kind of swear occasionally on the podcast. But yes, I am going to share with you my own story of the, the arc of the, the dad bod story for me, how I got it, how I eliminated it, and how I used atomic habits to get rid of it, along with the help of Dr. Jason Fung. So let's get so let's just define the, the dad bod. And I'll do it through my own story because I think it's very important for your health, for your well-being, and potentially your own transformation if you're trying to get rid of a dad bod. Um, my own story uh, in terms of how I got it. Let's start with that. Well, I didn't always have a dad bod. I, at one point, was very fit, um, especially, you know, from, as with most of us in our college and college years, I was an athlete. And after that, I continually worked out, law school still in pretty good shape. Um, but then, you know, like happens with all of us, life hits, you, you start working, um, you have a child, you become a father, uh, you learn the power of this, this, this drug called alcohol. Um, and little by little, time over time, you gradually gain weight. And it's so imperceptible that you hardly know what's happening. It's not like you just sort of wake up and say, oh, all of a sudden I'm 300 pounds. 
No, stuff gets a little tighter. You know, you, you get a little bit more oblivious as to why it's happening. And then one day you wake up. And in my case, I woke up, you know, at the age of 45 and I was 300 pounds. Now, why didn't I panic? So th this is one of the things with the dad bod, the delusions of the dad bod, that why do we keep our dad bods? Why don't we just sort of, you know, have a five alarm, five alarm fire and say, oh my God, I have a dad bod. I'm obese. Remember my doctor's famous phrase, Rokni, you were four points away from morbid obesity. Obesity. Yes, I, I was clinically obese. Technically, I guess I'm still overweight with this body mass index, but at least I'm just overweight. I'm, I don't really feel that overweight. Maybe I am, but so that's going to be another podcast on this whole BMI thing. But um, so I was 300 pounds. And why, why, why don't we have this five alarm, five alarm fire? Why, why don't we move? Why, well, one, we don't realize it's happened. It's happened so slowly. We are like the frog slowly boiling in the water. They don't really know what's going on until it's too late. Um, the second thing is, is that we have a lot of loving friends and family surrounding us. And so they don't tell us what they really think of us in terms of our looks parenthetically until after we've lost weight. You know, one comment that I've gotten, people are like, oh, you look really good. And they're always saying, before you were so puffy. I'm like, oh my God, do you really want to be referred to as puffy? And I think the other one said inflamed. Um, this is something where sort of a compliment insult, that there should be a word for that, the whole compliment insult. Well, you look really good now. And that means before you look so good. The other thing is, is I think when we, we have the term obesity, um, which is basically shorthand for dad bod. If you have a dad bod, you're probably clinically obese. Go to the internet, go to Google and type in your height, type in your weight and see where you are in the body mass index. Um, I was at 36. Now I'm at 26. I'm just over, I'm, my goal is to get down to 25. So I'll be normal, completely normal weight. But I was at 36 and I had a dad bod. Um, now, we, when we talk about the word obesity, I think a lot of us are thinking of really what's probably clinically defined as morbid obesity, which is a body mass index over 40. Because when I thought of fat, I thought of like one of those huge people that just sort of like, you know, like President Taft, you know, like he was so fat, I think that they had to like, bury him in a um like a piano or something like that was my definition of obesity and i was like well i i'm not obese i'm not that fat you know and i'm not like i didn't have a huge protruding belly like one of those bellies you know like you know those guys named like buck at the truck rest rest stop you know they're like they're not, like my name's buck I got like a big, huge helping portion of like eggs and steak and sausage, and they sort of love their, their gut. Well, I didn't really have that either. I, I had a dad bod, which was, we know what a dad bod is. You've seen dad bods, you know, you're a little, little thick around the middle. You are a little bit, you know, it's a little bit challenging down there. And you might, you might have, a, you might look like you when you take your pictures, you're like, oh my God, I look fat. 
No, well, it's because you are. That, that was the case with me. You know what I mean? Like, I look at myself in the pictures and I'll be like, oh my God, that's not me. I'm going to share with you at some point my, my DOT picture when I was 40. Like, I was kind of bad. Um, so how does this connect to atomic habits? I'm rambling here. Well, one of the things that I think that James Clear is so effective at is this question of a, a linking identity with tiny actions to then reinforce that identity. So one thing that I did to lose the weight is I skipped breakfast. Yep, that's all I did. That's mainly all I've done. I've done some other stuff, but, but that's primarily it. It really is that simple, skip breakfast. What do I mean by that? This is part of the intermittent fasting. People are like, oh, this is a fad. No, it's not. Why does it work? Well, here we're gonna talk a little bit about the work of Dr. Jason Fung. Um, I'm on the 16-8 protocol. And so starting today, you can have the identity of being an intermittent faster right away. And each day you can stop eating breakfast or it doesn't have to be breakfast, it can be dinner. You can be a lunch, a breakfast lunch guy or gal, or you can be a lunch dinner guy or gal. Uh, so it doesn't matter which one you pick, but the whole theory of intermittent fasting is, is that you skip, you allow yourself time to recover and not eat. So, so you don't eat for like 16 hours and then you have an eight hour eating window, that's it. So for me, it meant skipping breakfast. I felt that was the easiest meal of the day. Um, you, you basically just have, have a big ass dinner, you know, get some steak, try not to make it too processed carbs, but have a good meal. I mean, eat what you want people. Don't gorge yourself, don't go crazy and say you could eat whatever you want, but yeah, eat whatever you want. And then, uh, Go to bed, try to get to bed at eight or nine, 10 o'clock. Don't drink a lot of alcohol, you know, because it will break your fast, any kind of sugar or anything like that. Um, drink some LM, element uh, electrolytes. So you're making sure you're getting some electrolytes while you're fasting. You can have a little coffee. That's it. No sugar, no cream, no, no nothing else. And you go to bed and you wake up and boom, you're already at 12 hours. And then four more hours, you can break your fast with lunch. Or if you can't, if you can wait a little bit longer till regular lunchtime, noon, that's an 18 hour fast. So why does this work? Well, this works because you are allowing your body time to recover. It works because when you eat, and this is according to Dr. Jason Fung, you would say like, oh, you're not a doctor. Well, Dr. Jason Fung is a doctor. And he wrote a book called The Obesity Code. And I'm going to do a separate podcast on that. But when you eat, your body produces insulin, which you need to live, right? If you don't have insulin and you can't produce it, you're a type one diabetic and you starve to death. If you produce too much insulin, your body constantly is needing more and more to be able to process stuff and you become a type two diabetic and that's not good. So you need insulin to live, that's why your body produces it. But it, one of the stimuluses for insulin is eating food. And so when your body's producing insulin, you're receiving calories into your body. Your body doesn't think it needs to tap its fat stores. So when you're not eating food, your body doesn't produce insulin. And if your body needs nutrients, you still need nutrients when you're not eating. Where does it go? It goes to your fat. Yeah, that's what the fat is for. I used to look at my dad's belly and I'd be like, how could you ever be hungry? You have a belly of all the calories you need. Well, that's because. Um, he was eating throughout the day. And so if you're eating throughout the day, your body doesn't think it needs to go into its savings account, which is what your fat is. 
And so that's pretty much it. Uh, when you're not eating, uh, your body still needs nutrients and it taps your fat stores. Um, I think that's called um, metabolic switching. Mark Matson, you know, that PhD at John Hopkins, has done a lot of work on fasting. Uh, he has uh, talked about this and characterized this as metabolic switch switching. So you can be skeptical, but I think if you combine this and just try to learn about this, I think this is something where you can instantly use an atomic habit to get rid of your dad bod. And, you know, and here we're going to leave with a quote from Epictetus. Uh, not Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, I'm getting my Stoics mixed up. He, he said to remember, and this is, I think, the definition of a wise person. Remember to change your mind and accept correction are free acts too. The action is yours based upon your will, your own decision, and your mind. And then he says, stick to what's in front of you, idea, action, and utterance. So if you have a dad bod and you want to try to um, eliminate it, skip breakfast, buy a good book on fasting, buy a good back book on healthy keto. That'll be another episode that we'll do at some point. Just get it on Amazon and start losing weight. It's that simple. And, you know, connecting it back to atomic habits, he talks about identity. And that really is as simple as that. You now have an identity. I am an intermittent faster. And how do I do that? I skip breakfast every day and I don't eat for 16 hours. And from there, I can lose weight. So there it is. One simple suggestion, one suggest simple atomic habit, and let me know how it goes. That is your Rockney cast for this morning. My own little atomic habit. Every day I do a Rockney cast. Infinite gratitude to all of you who have tuned in. Um, appreciate all the feedback and responses I've been getting on the um, James Clear episode. He is a real awesome dude. Buy his book, read, read it, soak it up, learn its lessons. It is so good and adopt your own atomic habits and stay tuned for future episodes of the Rocky cast. We're going to continue to do book reviews. We're going to be interviewing authors, um, all different sorts of topics, but fasting is going to be a reoccurring topic on this podcast. And we won't always be about fasting, but it's going to be a big part of it because it's my show and I get to decide what's on the podcast and you, the listener can decide whether to tune in or not based upon your own preferences. So we're getting a little long in the tooth here. Gratitude to you for tuning in. Thank you for all of you. Please continue to give us positive reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or all places where podcasts are heard and spread the word of what we're trying to achieve here on the Rockney Cast. Until next time on the Rockney Cast.